Good evening, morning, whenever you're listening to this. Hey, this is the Proverbs for Professionals podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Adam Peak, where every Saturday we take a look at a chapter of Proverbs that corresponds with the date. So today is April 18th. We'll be looking at Proverbs 18, and we break it down and we discuss what does this mean for those of us who are in the marketplace working as business professionals? And you know what? You don't have to be a business professional necessarily, uh, but just to understand that's kind of the angle uh, that I'm looking at things here. So uh, Proverbs chapter 18 is such a timely chapter for us in what we're going through in, in, a, in a funny way. Um, I get I got a kick out of chapter 18, verse 1 and 2. Uh, now, obviously, the author of chapter 18 of Proverbs was not, um, you know, thinking about April 18th, 2020 and a global pandemic. Uh, but I, I thought it was funny. It says, number, or verse 1, whoever isolates himself seeks his own desire he breaks out against all sound judgment. Well, I mean, that is true. And what the author is saying is in contrast to, uh, to this idea of there's a lot of wisdom in many counselors, which was in chapter 11, which we discussed last Saturday. Uh, it, it's interesting that he then compares and says, whoever isolates himself, meaning if you pull back and you remove people from your life, uh, if you have no accountability, if you just try to be a lone ranger, you're only you can only seek your own desire because nobody other, no one else's desires can be in your life, right? You don't allow any other voices. You allow no other opinions, and it says he breaks out against against all sound judgment. Um, you know, to be completely transparent, this has been one of the. Uh, most difficult weeks for me and my family, uh, dealing with things. Uh, not just, I mean, we we had a we had an aftershock that shook our house. Obviously, we're still in the middle of the pandemic. School's going great, work's going great. Um, a a situation that we have been involved in for many, many, many years uh, really escalated this this week. And part of that was uh, somebody who isolated themselves. And, and pushed everybody away, seeking only their own desire. And, uh, and they've made some really bad choices. Uh, they've broken out against all sound judgment. Um, I did think it was funny because uh, it, it taken at face value, we're supposed to be isolating ourselves. So uh, isolate yourself uh, in the sense of, you know, let's follow the rules. But in, in terms of decision making and processing, don't isolate yourselves. And it says a fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing his opinion. Oh my gosh, how important is this? So when we think about this in the work setting, okay, uh, I know so many people uh, who, are, who are tremendous at, uh, at seeking understanding, at trying, at, at uh, I heard the phrase by, uh, by Keenan, a fearless curiosity. Uh, this idea uh, that that you want to find understanding, you want to know what's going on, uh, 
It says, but only in expressing his own opinion. So that is a fool. A fool is somebody who will come into a meeting. Maybe it's a sales call. And a fool is the one who will sit there and only express what they believe. They will keep sharing over and over and over again what their feelings are, what they see. Me, 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 I, I, I. It is an isolated, verse 1, uh, it, it's an isolated exercise in self-expression and pride. Uh, we also see this in, in social settings. Think, just think about social media. A fool takes no pleasure in understanding. We are so guilty as a society of confirmation bias. We, want, we do not want understanding. What we want is for our point to be proved correctly. And then we express not what is true, but rather what we feel is true, which is our opinion. Uh, so that those are verses 1 and 2. Uh, verse 9, for those of us who are who are in the work in the workplace right now, uh, you know, laboring away, Proverbs 18:9 is something that that you could you could write up on your wall, you could put it on your whiteboard, whatever, whatever it is that you want to do. Whoever is slack in his work is a brother to him who destroys. Now you need to understand the masculine pronouns that are used are a product of the time. Uh, they are not a they are not to be used to say, well, this is only about men. So another reading, there are some translations. Again, I'm reading from the English Standard Version, the ESV. Bible. What is the best Bible translation? I talked about this in the first episode. The best Bible translation is whatever one you will read. Uh, you, we could get into a debate about what that is, but whatever one you'll read. And there are some that are that that take this idea of gender, and they would say whoever is slack in their work is like somebody uh, is is a is a sibling to them who destroys. Right. That would be another uh, maybe a way to encapsulate what it's trying to say here so you don't get hung up on the masculine pronouns. But think about this. If you are slacking at your job, and I don't mean you are you are practicing self-care. I don't mean that this isn't a time to be, to be really focused on your mental health. Uh, maybe you can only work 35 hours a week right now. I don't know what's going on. I'm not saying you have to be, you know, Superman or Superwoman uh, during this whole time. But what I am saying is this idea of lack of hard work is actually leading to and feeding into destruction. Did you, did you read that? Whoever is slack in their work is a sibling to them who destroys. So you are not the destructor, but, but you are part of the family, okay? So when you go back to work, maybe you're already at work, you're working through the weekend, um, don't just focus on how much you work, but focus on your energy and your attention. Um, you know, do not, don't, don't be slack in that. A couple other uh, verses that I wanted to, to just kind of share because I thought they really stood out, and then I'll wrap it up. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. A righteous man runs into it and is safe. This has been my family and I's prayer for for a while. Um, but in in times of uncertainty, and and I know that not everybody is a follower of 
Jesus, right? I'm not foolish. But in times of uncertainty, we crave certainty. You know, we want certainty. We want unchanging. And the God of the Bible is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Uh, The God of the Bible is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. And so the God of the Bible is the name of the Lord, right? The name of the Lord, the divine name of God. It's called the Yud-Heh-Vav-Heh or Yahweh. The name of Yahweh is a strong tower, right? In the times of of trouble, in the times of despair, the name of God is a place to which we can run. And what does that look like? Well, for me, it it is a surrendering of what I know and what I think I can do and laying that down and running to God in prayer. Prayer is one of those things, and and a lot of people have a lot of opinions on prayer, but prayer is one of those things that that is an exercise that allows you to think of other things other than your own problems, your own desires, the stuff you have to do today. It allows you to focus on the other, and in this case, it allows me to focus on the divine creator of the universe, the name of God. Uh, So through prayer, Uh, And through pursuing peace, uh, there's a verse, there's a great verse in the book of Colossians, I believe it's in chapter 3, that the peace of Christ would rule in your hearts and the word of Christ would dwell in you richly. That has just been our prayer as a family. Uh, A rich man's wealth, uh, verse 11, a rich man's wealth is his strong city and like a high wall in his imagination. So do you see the contrast? The name of the Lord is a strong tower. A rich man's wealth is his strong city. A righteous man runs into the name of the Lord, but the rich man's wealth is only a high wall in his imagination. Friends, how true is that? You know, like how true is that right now? We are seeing wealth destruction across the world. It is, it, is, it, is, it is real until it's not. It is tangible until it is gone. It is only a wall in your imagination. Uh, and then finally, uh, verse 22, and I, I'm going to dote on my wife here for a little bit because I'm allowed to. He who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. Uh, right before this uh, pandemic, uh, March 8th, my wife and I were able to celebrate our 17-year wedding anniversary. Uh, we've been together for 20 years. Uh, we dated for three years through college and then got married. Um, and I will tell you that my I, I can't even begin to describe how impactful my wife is for me, not only as a as a as a man, but but as a as as a pastor and as a business person, I mean, my wife. I ask her when when we go all the way back. Uh, whoever isolates himself seeks his own desire. I don't isolate myself from my wife. Uh, I she is a she is a bedrock for me um, to go to. So uh, I can I can definitely testify to that um, that I I certainly have found favor with the Lord um, in finding my wife. Uh, so that was uh, that's just a little bit of a tidbit. Uh, all right, so next week, 
We're going to look at Proverbs chapter 25. Please uh, like the podcast, subscribe to it, share it, um, you know, comment on it. My email address is eadampeek, so E-A-D-A-M-P-E-E-K at gmail.com. Everyone have a great week, and we will talk to you next Saturday.